What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. And guess what? We've got something really special for you today, guys. Uh, usually we talk a lot, a lot of sports. But guess what? We're live for the Sunland Derby. And we're also going to do the late pick four for tomorrow's card at Will Rogers Downs. I've been looking forward to this all day long. Papa Dude, how about you? Oh, listen, this is big time. Big time. Big time tracks. Um <laughs> First time I've ever watched a race at uh, Sunland Derby. <laughs> and it looks like I'm outside here, but this light is shining through. <laughs> I think I'll go away in a little bit. Uh, that uh, picture we've got in the background there, uh, that is not Churchill Downs. <laughs> but it looks 100 times better <laughs> than what it actually is. But uh, I'm super excited because that's where Aaron and I will be tomorrow. We'll That's right. We'll be live on site for Will Rogers down tomorrow, and it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. It always is. Perfect weather tomorrow, mid-70s, sunshine, going to be awesome after an opening weekend that saw a lot of rain at Will Rogers Downs. Uh, if you watch on Monday and Tuesday, track was pretty sloppy. Should be great today, or uh, tomorrow, I should say. Should be great. But we thought, you know what? The Sunland Derby now 14 minutes away. We might as well cover that as well because we're going to be here live and a lot of people like to join our live shows. So let's just pull it up. Let's get right to it. Let's get to the Sunland Derby. That's the first thing on the docket today. I'll pull up the field. Uh, it's a field of eight. And as we look right now, the, the morning line favorite was slow down Andy. And now he is four to five. Slow down Andy, the California bred now four to five. Papa dude, you've looked over this race thoroughly. Are you shocked <laughs> that he's that price? Define the word thoroughly here. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, the only thing I could see why he might be four to five from my extensive uh, uh, handicapping here of this race, he beat Messier. Yep. Correct? Mm-hmm. I think that's probably why he's four to five, don't you? Yeah, it's still carrying weight. It's very interesting because he did run, uh, obviously, in the Risen Star last time that we saw him. Yeah. And he was beaten badly. Uh, yes. Now, th that was a pretty strong race. And uh, we'll talk about Epicenter here in a second and what he did yesterday. But obviously, this is a step down in class. I, I look at Slow Down Andy, and it's like, who who is he, right? Like, yeah. is he the horse that beat Messier, or is he the horse that we've seen, uh, you know, this year uh, that just was not good? He was nowhere to be found in the Risen Star. Right. It's it's very very odd to me that this horse is bet down to four to five. Let's let's start here. Who did you like in this race on top? Yeah, I'm I'm surprised he's four to five. Uh, I did pick him first because from what I could see, which isn't a whole lot, I think the two and the eight are going to go out, mm -hmm. and they're speed horses, and they may challenge each other. And he, and in the race that I watched, uh, which was at Los Alamitos mm -hmm. when he defeated. Messier, he came from off the pace. And I think this race could set up perfect for him today if he's good enough. Uh, there's really not a whole lot in here that he has to beat that I can see. 
So, uh, what was he, five to two? No, he's two to one on the morning line. So he's been bet down some, but not a whole lot. I think that uh, he's the logical choice. I mean, did you go with him or are you going with an upset? I went with an upset, sort of. I kind of thought this horse would be the favorite. And I I, I shouldn't use the word upset because five to two, I don't really right. look at as a, as a major upset, obviously. But I think straight up G, the horse that came over here last time out and won the mine that bird, uh, has a really good shot again. It's basically the same horses coming out of that plus yeah. slow down Andy. That's basically what we have here. Uh, straight up G owned by jungle racing. Of course, that's Jim Rome for anybody that doesn't know. Um, like I said, came over here and won. He's won three out of the last four races. The loss went to fast draw Munnings, uh, another cow bread. That's pretty darn good at Santa Anita two, two races back. Now this, this track really plays well to speed on most days. But if you've been watching the Sunland Oaks was a total meltdown. Uh, everybody kind of came back to the field. And uh, so we might, you know, could we see that again today? It's possible. Because like you said, I do think the two and the eight uh, will go out to the front and the five won't be far behind. Let's talk about uh, Asmussen's uh, runner here, the main runner of his, the two classic moment. Joel Rosario coming out to ride. What kind of, uh, did you kind of take that as a sign that this horse could be ready to roll today? Yeah, I don't know why else he would have went out there if he didn't take. Now he rode uh, uh, Philly in the Oaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that Philly was terrible. Yep. You know, that was a morning line favorite. I think it went off as a favorite too, didn't it? Yeah, it was like four to five. Optionality yeah. is who he's talking about and was really nowhere to be found. No. And while we're talking about that, that's been the main competition for uh, Secret Oath down at Oakland in those two races that, that she has won, that bothered me a little bit. That optionality didn't run any better in this race. That really bothers me that maybe Secret Oath hasn't been running against anything. You know, mm-hmm. I think all of us have that fear. Uh, but anyway, we'll get to that on Thursday, I'm sure. Uh, I've not seen a whole lot out of this horse. He was third in the last time he, he was out. Um you would think Asmussen thinks he has a chance if he could talk Rosario to go out there and ride. Of course, he is Asmussen's main guy right now, so he might be doing exactly what Asmussen tells him to do, especially with Epicenter as his mount in the Kentucky Derby. I don't see this horse doing much, but you know it's not a real tough spot to be in. He may come out of nowhere and win this. He would be my third pick for sure. It, classic moment is, is a horse. If you like him, I, I think it could be uh, an interesting play at five to one. And, and you look at this horse, he's kind of been disappointing. He on his debut, he got third beaten three quarters of a link last or uh, second start. I should say one and beat a horse named Cyberknife, who was going to be, you know, probably five to six, one in the Arkansas Derby, beat a horse named Kapuna who ran uh, in the Louisiana Derby yesterday and kind of look like, okay, this is going to be an Asmussen horse that could jump up and win the springboard mile next time out. Right. Just didn't do it. Didn't run very well. Got got beat eight links. Southwest, you thought, well, maybe he'll bounce back and run a little bit better. No. Got beat seven and, and a quarter or three quarters. And like I said, last time in the mind, that bird beaten a length and a half. Well, the one thing is, Rosario, there's no question, he's the best jockey that's ever been aboard this horse. Right. And, and Asmussen knows what he's doing. Yeah. And he can get him ready. So I I say you at the money at five to one he's five to one right now, is that what? Uh, he yes, is? he's currently five to one. Yeah, worth some money I would think. 
I think I think I would rather take him at five to one uh, over over a couple of these other ones. Um, let's talk about another one that is actually five to one right now too. The latest click just moved him up to five to one. Uh, it's a horse Michael Myers talked about when he said the five or the eight. He thinks they're going to win this race. The five is Bye Bye Bobby. We haven't talked about him yet. Uh, Finchner, a very very good local trainer here right. at Sunland Park. Uh, this horse broke the maiden at Zia on debut. Was bet down to five to one in the Remington Park, uh, Remington Park Springboard Mile. Finchner was trying to win that race back to back years. Of course, he won it with Senior Buscador. Awful race, nowhere to be found. Since has come back to Sunland and finished second in both the preps for this, the Riley Allison, and also last time out the mine that Bird Derby. What did you think about uh, Bye Bye Bobby today? I would have him fourth, and mm -hmm. and uh, since you kind of talked him up there and explained a lot more than what I what i need just from looking that's what i'm here for today <laughs> yeah i know and i like i you know what he he's if he's been second in those prep races and he's getting better i took it uh that this was a trainer that's very good there with all the horses that he had in yeah. the uh breeders new mexico breeders race that they just had mm -hmm. and uh so sure he's got a chance i i could see an upset in this one because let's face it those other horses we don't know how good they are we just really don't. That slow down Andy and and straight up G. We just we don't know. Yeah, I I think with with bye bye Bobby, a big thing that I'm looking at from him today. I really think all along a mile and an eighth is really kind of or, or maybe not a mile and eighth exactly, but getting getting going a little longer, getting going a little longer. He's kind of moves like a horse that really wants to go, you know, mile and an eighth, mile and a quarter. So he gets the mile and an eighth today. Um, I like that last time out, he showed some tactical speed. I, I think you're really going to need that. You got to remember the first race when he broke the maiden at Zia. It actually, he actually broke his maiden in a stakes race, uh, by the way, but he was from well out of it. Uh, Remington Park, Springboard Mile, he was ranked. He just ran off. Yeah. Just draw a line. Third race, came from well out of it to get second. Last time out, he only sat a length or two off the lead. I like that. I think he could be mm -hmm. tactical. You kind of set it up as the two and the eight are probably going to go out there and maybe slow down Andy. Bye-bye, Bobby. You're kind of sitting in the catbird seat, hoping yeah. that they kind of come back to him a little bit. Uh, see, is that kind of how you that. saw it? That's how I see it. I, I, I yeah. The first thing I noticed was those two were, are probably going to get out in front and then slow down Andy. And when he beat Messier, that's exactly what he did. He came from way off, yeah. off the pace. So it kind of sets up that way if he's good enough. You know, we, we just don't know. That's why they run them. Yeah, for sure. And as we look at the tote board now with six minutes to post, slow down Andy still at four to five. He's holding wow. right there uh, at that price. Straight up G, the horse I like is three to one. That, that's good enough for me to bet a win on. Um, when I'm that's looking at, at wagering here, I really think I'm going to do something like the two and the eight over – Two four five eight two four five eight in a try. Uh, I, I think that makes a little bit of sense. Uh, I think the try could still pay decent if the four gets something like third, uh, as long as we get the two and the eight winning the race. So I think that's going to be the big key to making your multis or, or your uh, your uh, uh, exotics uh, pay here. Try to get the favorite out of the win spot Absolutely. for sure. Yeah, um, and it's a definitely good play. This is not a horse that should be four to five. Yeah, I don't think. No. How much is that because he might be a favorite at the track? The people that are at the track really like him. Well, I, I think 
I think right. Yeah, I think that's part of it. There's a big, big on track today. And I, I just think a lot of people that maybe don't follow it, uh, just look at that. Well, he won the Los Al Derby. Like yeah. that's got to be better than anything else. And, he and they don't, they don't really look at his other races. Right. Uh, so to speak. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting race for now. Four minutes to post. We've got magic in the background. I don't know if he's ready to come on yet. No, he's, he'll, you, you can put yourself on uh, magic. You know how to do that. I forget. Uh, Magic will join us for the uh, reaction video that we will do uh, as well. Um, We're going to need some reaction from somebody who knows what's going on. <laughs> that's why Magic's here. Right, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to help me out here. Uh, you, you mentioned optionality a little mm -hmm. bit earlier, getting beat, and how that's not a great sign uh, yes. for Secret Oath. I totally agree. Yeah, um, that bothered me a lot when I saw that. For a Secret Oath fans like us, you would you wanted to see Optionality win. And yes, you certainly didn't want to see her off the board. The only thing is, Secret Oath stomped Optionality. It's not like she barely beat Optionality. You know, she could have beat that horse by twenty lengths if she wanted to. Yeah. So that's one thing to to kind of on the bright side is it wasn't close between. Uh, the two horses. So that's one thing to think of. But it did bother me just a little bit uh, when I saw that she didn't even hit the board. That's what bothered me the most, I think. Yeah, it, it, it was it was bad. It was a really bad effort. Uh, like I said, anytime you win, though, and you just totally gallop away from them, you don't quite worry about how good they come back. But boy, it would give a nice confidence boost for Secret Oath if you would have seen that yeah. uh, out of optionality today. Yeah especially in a situation where now we're stepping up, we have to face yeah. boys. It's something different. Uh, you know, I, another way kind of to look at it too, is she's been at Oakland. That's another sign to me though, that asked me and says, I got no chance against secret oath. Yeah. So I'm just going to send her out there and hope she can win something there to get into the Oaks. I mean, that might be another, another thing to look at too let's yeah. don't let's don't uh, bury secret oath yet but <laughs> it was it was troubling it was troubling i i certainly don't have her buried i i, I haven't i haven't handicapped the race yet the, the uh, past performances by the way are out for the arkansas derby they drew today so uh that'll be the next step after this show to hop on and, and and get going on that uh Sean welch joins us he said he's a big fan from barbados he said his heart is telling him to play four over two, five, eight over one, seven in this spot. The one and the seven, two horses we have not talked about. Right. Um, those are definitely long shot. Uh, Costa Terra is the one. He's also an Oakland runner, uh, or, or excuse me, an Asmussen and an Oakland runner, I meant right. to say. Got, uh, yeah, ninth in the Southwest, fourth in an allowance. Got beat by Call Me Jamal, who's not a bad horse. Um, Gets the local jock up today. We'll see what happens there. And the number seven is Chrome King, uh, a horse that won a stakes at Turf Paradise last time out and now comes over here. Um, I didn't consider the one or the seven at all. Uh, what about you? No, I didn't. And I will say this. My heart has never helped me in <laughs> horse racing. <laughs> nor my head, nor my big toe, nor my thumb or anything else. So <laughs> I hope you're right, Michonne, but. It doesn't usually like if, if I go with my heart, I, I pick the ones I like. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would think if you bet with your heart, you would pick the two and the one, right? The two aspects. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's my trainer. But yeah. um, I learned a long time ago, you can't do that. So uh, 
Real quick, Jack S uh, chimes in, says, fading the five horse, Pletcher runners have been ice cold this weekend. That's not a Pletcher runner. It's Finchner. I don't know if you can see the screen uh, well enough there. It's, it, that is the five is Finchner, not Pletcher. So that's a big difference. Yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. And make sure uh, that you know that. Uh, and yeah. I would agree the Pletcher runners have been ice cold. So a uh, good angle, but not not with the five horse here. Uh, Nick Felma joins us uh, and he says Rosario goes wire to wire. And and that's kind of what you said, Papa, dude. You think the two is going to be more aggressive today and run out there with that eight? I do. I, I think I think the two and the eight are going to get out in front. And then it's just, is the four or the five good enough to beat them? Yep. That's kind of the way I see it. All right. There's Magic. He's joined us now. Have you looked at this one at all, Magic? Or are you just oh, yeah. here for the commentary? Yeah. I mean, I'm always here for the fun and the commentary, but I did look at it too. Um I'm actually going to go with the guys that uh, with Nick and Michael Meyer that kind of like the two, if you're going to play away from the heavy favorite, the four, I think a lot of this is going to be who can get to the front early and who can try and stay there. And classic moment has the breeding that maybe he can stay there, even though my net bird derby didn't work, but he was stuck really wide there. So I like the inside draw. And I mean, after yesterday, does anybody want to play against the ass man and Rosario? Cause I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I never uh, play against the ass man. Never. There you go. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Jared said, what do you want the headline for the Louisiana Derby guide to be? I said, if there's only one thing it can be, beware of the ass man. And what did he do? <laughs> he went out there and won every race. Yesterday, so. Yeah. <laughs> I was sweating that echo Zulu, Zulu race. So I, I, that was, that was too tight. I had the uh, the horse that was second. I had a win bet on her. How do you think mm-hmm. I feel? <laughs> I was real excited for a hot second there. And then I know, <laughs> boy, that whole stretch it looked like she was going to get beat yesterday. And yeah, she didn't <laughs> kick it in like I thought. I guess I guess was some, there's something to be said that she held on and she won it. Right? She held on. She she was able to to, to win the race, and, and she should get credit for that. No, no make, doubt about it. They're making fun of my two cups, you know. <laughs> I have co- I had coffee in one, and I got water in the other. And sorry, I just <laughs> six o'clock things. I got to have my uh, evening cup of coffee. Hey, I've got one too, so I can't make fun of you. I've Give got coffee tools. being delivered in a few minutes. I'm not all right. So, like, hey. wife's out of Starbucks right now, picking up co- mid afternoon coffee for us. So. Look at you! You hey. <laughs> that's a power move from Magic, man. <laughs> It's, no, it's definitely not that Magic just woke up about 10 minutes ago from a nap and his wife was waiting to go to Starbucks as soon as he woke up. And he said, hey, you go do that. I'm going to go jump on with Dudes Who Best Sports. All right. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us uh, today as well. Uh, it's it's fun. We love doing these live shows. Uh, you know, people in the chat yesterday were joking about it, and I thought, oh, hell, we're going to be live. we we got to cover this. So. Uh, this is our favorite type of show, at least mine. I don't know about you guys. Oh, I like to do it. You didn't. Yeah. You didn't want to cover the Red Wings currently losing nine to two to the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> no, I did Ouch. not. That, that that number goes up every time I look at my phone. It was eight to two, yeah. then seven. Yeah. Oh boy. It's, uh... <laughs> well, let's see. The Blues lost seven to two yesterday. So yeah. Who'd you play? Carolina. Carolina. Well, all right. It's a good team. I the Blues. Well, are... you're a good team though. You shouldn't have that happen. No, we're in big trouble. Big trouble. Nick Letty's not writing the ship for you? <laughs> no. Uh, it's going to take a lot more than him. Oscar Sunquist has scored two or three goals since you traded him to us. 
That's great. I don't need to hear that. Thanks, Magic. Thanks for consent. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by today. Spring is not the problem. Yeah. No. Stopping the other team. How exactly. about uh, I, I don't mind losing to the Hurricanes. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, you guys haven't talked about it yet, but UNC Duke. They'll probably be coming up on the show once this race is over. Yeah, yeah. that's a blowout. That's we we, we kind of had plans to talk about him. It's like, well, there's nothing to talk about, right? I mean. Blowout. I thought you meant UNC Duke was going to be a blowout. Oh yeah, no. I, yeah, I missed. Will... He knew. He knew what I meant. I was talking about the UNC winning and going to okay. face Duke. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. All <laughs> right. They're loading in the gate, guys. So uh, is this Sunland or Gulfstream? What's going on here? Yeah, they've been walking around forever. Um, it's finally time. I do appreciate Sunland puts the the gate load time, so you know officially like things are going and and you can actually settle in. So it just yeah. started for us. Oh, it did, didn't it? Okay. Yeah. So four to five on Slowdown Andy. I, I, gosh, I mean. Never changed. It, Guys, maybe he wins, but it's just like, wow, I can't. There's just no way I could choke down that price on him. Even if I, even though I liked him on top, I I couldn't do it. No. Uh, this is, this is, but listen, this would be a good measuring stick. He talked about, you know, a horse like uh, uh, optionality not running well. Well, Epicenter dominated Slowdown Andy, so if he, you know, if he comes out and wins here, that just helps Epicenter even more. Not that he needs more help after that race yesterday; it was fantastic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, Magic's getting his coffee. All right. Oh Magic. yeah, that's great. <laughs> I like how she snuck it in there too. That's awesome. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> My wife has to sound like a bull elephant when she comes in. <laughs> Well, she usually tells you on Facebook when she's arriving, right? Doesn't, doesn't she'll, she'll, she'll tell you in the chat and then. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. All right. One left to load here um, for the prestigious Sunland Derby. Boy, it's good to have it back. We haven't had it the last couple of years. So <clears throat> I haven't nice. missed it. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know who's on. <laughs> I found out today where it was. <laughs> All right. They're off. All right. There goes Rosario out there. It's not Robert Geller anymore. Who is the announcer of Sunland? Oh, I can't think of his name. He is funny. All right, so it's actually going to be the All it's right. a slow down Andy that's going out to the front with uh, with straight up G. I don't know if that's a good thing. That's interesting. Somebody uh, mentioned that you know the blinkers are on, so maybe they've got him a little more riled up today. Could be. Um, yeah. So the two Calbreds in the Sunland Derby going out and, and setting the pace twenty two and right. change for the opening quarter, going a mile and eight for these horses. That's fast. Fets, sets up perfectly for Bye Bye Bobby because I, I think straight up G is going to get cooked. We've seen that from him before. And slow down Andy being on the inside. He's, he's he's being held, but it's never great for a horse being inside like that, Aaron. No. It, no God, the, both jockeys have a handful of horse. Uh, geez, the, the slow down Andy's jock uh, just took a peek back. Like he's got a lot of horse. <laughs> That's sure. scary. And looks like he's letting him go a little bit. Yeah. Now he's still choking him. He's got the lead now. Yep. Yep. Boy, did, did the did the Asmussen horse just not show up? He is going backwards. He is going backwards hard. Wow. wow. It's a three horse race and it almost looks like a one horse race. Let's it looks see like so five. Five's starting to close in though. Come on, Bobby. Yeah, yeah it's it's Ooh. four of the five. Here we go. Five uh four's under the whip. Bobby's yes, not. Is. Come on, Bobby. Come on, Bobby. Come on, Finster. Get this win. Wide. He's gonna go 18 wide. Come on, Bobby. Come on, finish the race for Finchner. Come on. Oh, my yeah. God. This horse is almost like terrible. This is almost like the low south futurity. Oh, my God. Somebody Who's going to win? Four of the five. Somebody win this race. Come on. 
Ford's going to win. Slow down, Andy won it. He did. Oh. Oh. Okay. Now, here's the crime of all this. One of them's going – he's going to the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) He beat beat Messier. That horse beat Messier. Yeah. (laughs) They would just look like they were out in the pasture to me looking at each other running. That's a that's a very good way to say that is a terrible race. I'll race you to the hay. Okay, let's go. You know what? What what's really frustrating to me is the five rounded the corner. I know he went wide, Magic, and you were good to point that out. But he rounded the corner like he his mind was on business, like he was going to yeah. pull him away. And that horse is like if you look up dicking around in the dictionary, that's that horse. My God, he just had no interest. Look at he just. He's just going sideways. That jockey jerks his head, and he, yeah. he gets him back. I thought he had him right here. I did, too. And by the way, up. this Doug O'Neill horse, how many times did he re-break? <laughs> <laughs> Magic said it. He said he's under the whip on the turn. Wow. I bet Rosario's glad he went out there. Yeah, that's the other thing. Holy cow. They asked me as a horse nowhere to be fine. Straight up G totally quits. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, oh, that's yeah. Inc- that's incredible. Folded like a cheap tent. Well, I don't think these horses would have beaten Epicenter yesterday, boys. I don't no. know about you. I don't think so. No. <laughs> yeah. I think we're gonna see some of these kind of horses at uh Will Rogers tomorrow. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think I I've ever seen two what's supposed to be quality horses just kind of run any old way they want, just wherever they wanted to go. You it, know, it was just <laughs> yeah, it was wild. The, I really, I'm really disappointed in the five because it really felt like that horse was gonna. And again, not like you would take that horse serious if he would have won by two or three for the Derby for the Kentucky Derby. But right. still, it's like wow, we're gonna see kind of a cool looking winner and then holy cow that's just the wheels flew off that horse unbelievable well if you if you want a silver lining a a friend of mine uh owns and bred the three horse it's the same guy that uh owns and bred uh dr shival who got Uh third in the golden shaheen yesterday so he actually was in dubai to see dr shival get third and then was a sunland today to watch father blue get fourth so i don't know which track he's gonna think was the better of the two (laughs) But uh, I know he at least had a good – his horses at least showed up a little bit at the two racetracks, right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever pulled that daily double, though, Maidon to Sunland. I said it to him as a joke, and he said, oh, yeah, no, I'm doing it. And I was like, oh, okay, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Kentucky Derby horse right there. Yeah. Son yeah. of a Kentucky Derby winner. And Ashley says, hey, I can't believe that's a $500,000 race. Yeah. It's hard to believe that's a $500,000 race. That, that was, wow. What was the final time? 150.16. That's not very fast for that Sunland track. Sunland plays pretty fast. It plays more like a Southern California type of track. Um, that's slow for this track. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, well, well right. I'm really glad we all showed up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm extremely hey, disappointed. I, I, I thought we'd yeah. see quality there. Yeah. Does, is Michael Myers and Dan, are they finally out of the negative 
Hole. Yeah, so Michael Myers and Dan owns a horse in the fantasy league. So yes, they're out of the negative. I think I don't I, I don't have it pulled up right now, but I think you guys are gonna be like in sixth or seventh with that win. That's a big one. Nice. Ashley says right. it's gotta be the ugliest track in America. Stick around, Ashley. We're getting ready to talk about <laughs> the ugliest track in America. <laughs> I think I think Ashley had that comment preloaded and accidentally hit enter before you got to Will Rogers. <laughs> literally in the fields when no, i man when i was dating my wife she wanted to go to the horse races and it was in may and at that time oakland closed in april yeah so i said okay i got an idea <laughs> so we had to clear and she didn't know any different because she'd never been to a track before so i played yeah. it real big you know then we went to Oakland the next year, and she goes, holy shit, why did you take me to that crap hole? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. She well, did better there, though, than she did in Oakland, as far as yeah. betting. Well, Magic, do you want to wrap up the uh, uh, video here, and then we'll get on to our Will Rogers talk? Yeah, Mike Samich's first date with his wife was at Fairmount Park, so how about that? Oh, I really? Think He's got I think. <laughs> He's got you beat. Uh, the, the, the gets a little bit dirtier. Yeah, it was actually his favorite first date spot for lots of women. So uh, he'll tell that he'll tell that story. He, he says that he adds that part, and I'm like, he probably shouldn't add that part to it. But no. it there, yeah. <laughs> But if you want more Mike Samich stories or anything else like that, head over to RacingDudes.com. Free picks for every race, every track around the country. RacingDudes.com/sports. If you want more of these guys talking about other sports besides horse racing, which they're going to continue doing here on the show, so continue watching. Hit like if you like the video. Subscribe if you really like it. Tell us in the comments what you think about Slow Down Andy winning this on the Park Derby. We'll see you at the track. See you, Magic. All right, All right there we go. Thank you, Magic, for joining us. Are you gonna are you gonna handicap the late uh, the late pick for it, Will Rogers, or no? No. Okay. Listen, I don't. <laughs> hang on, I don't need to because as you probably have, we'll talk about later in the fantasy tournament or in the the bracket tournament. I'm rising up the ranks because all I did was listen to Papa Dude. I literally just did what he did on the show. I'm one of the few people with a chance because I still got Villanova. So, Me too. I'm rising up to 10th. I'm at 10th right now. Oh, Look shit. at you all guys. Right. I'm it's at 100th. <laughs> Which tells us how bad everybody did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck, all guys. Right. I'll see you later. All okay. Right. Thanks, Magic. All right, guys. If you want to stick around, we're going to do some handicapping now for tomorrow. Uh, and I'm going to pull it up on the screen now. We're, Papa Dude and I will be at Will Rogers Downs tomorrow. Uh, and so we're going to handicap the late pick four for you at Will Rogers Downs. Uh, what we like to do when, when, when him and I go to the racetrack together, we'll put in a, a combined ticket uh, for the pick four, for the late pick four. So we thought, well, let's just handicap it on the air. Now, obviously, we've looked at these and handicapped them, but we're going to kind of debate, put together a ticket for everybody uh, and then you can play along tomorrow, play your own, whatever you want to do. So, all right, Papa Dude, let's start with race number six on the card. That's where the late pick four starts tomorrow in Claremore, Oklahoma, at Will Rogers down. It's a $15,000 claimer going six furlongs. For three-year-olds and upward, we got a field of six. I thought we could get kind of skinny with this one. Uh, who did you like uh, to kick us off here? Uh, well, first of all, Michael asked a question. Michael, hang on. We're going to, at the end of this, we will discuss uh, – the final four a little bit. There you go. Let make yeah. people stay. Exactly. Exactly. We want to get this out of the way. 
uh, and I know you're sitting on the end of your seat uh, <laughs> waiting for this, but hang on, because we're definitely going to get to that. Uh, Aaron says, when we go to the track, there's a lot of bitching and fighting between us at the track because I am notoriously cheap. As cheap as cheap can get. <laughs> and Aaron's not. And he gets mad at me so much uh, on these. Um, you know, this one, I think it's obviously between the one and the six. Mm -hmm. uh, when you look now, first of all, when you handicap Will Rogers, folks, you got to understand none of these horses are any good. So yeah. it's hard for a guy like me who likes to pick winners to pick these races because there's very few <laughs> races yeah. in the last century. So you have to kind of, you kind of got to pick and choose through here. A lot of them haven't run this year. That's hard for me. I'm hard. I, I have a hard time with horses coming off a, a long mm -hmm. layoff. Uh, some of them ran at Remington in Oklahoma city. And that ended in December. So there's a lot of tough early in the season at Will Rogers. Pretty tough, I think. Yeah. Um, looking at past history, I, I like the one a lot. I think I like him the best simply because he's only four. Sometimes when you get into these these claiming races, I kind of like the younger horse. Sometimes mm -hmm. the old uh, hard knockers, like number six, is a hard knocker, a good horse been around a long time, been claimed a million times. And he's good. I mean, he, he in a kind of race like this, he's pretty good. Uh, so to me, it's between the one and the six. For some reason, they ran the one on turf uh, mm -hmm. the last time down at Sam Houston after he had won two straight on dirt. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, uh, he's got the, uh, I believe uh, she is an apprentice, isn't she? Or is she now out of the apprentice, the jockey? Um, she is, uh, I think she is out of the apprenticeship. Okay. But no, I no, she's not. She's not. She, she, uh, she doesn't get 10 pounds. She gets five now. I'm sorry. Okay. She is not. Yeah. Okay. Well, she was, she won a lot of races last week or at least on Monday and Tuesday when I was watching. So yes. she's hot. Yep. Uh, I mean, she's, I don't know whether she's hot, but I mean, she's <laughs> hot as far as when he races go. We'll report back on that tomorrow. Yeah. From, from a distance. She doesn't look bad. I've seen her down at uh, Oakland some. Uh, that trainer I like a lot. The trainer I like in this one, I'm going to go with one on top. I like six, and my upset there is the two. I like that horse a lot. He's won eight out of 18 times. The problem is he's been on a long layoff, which probably means he's been hurt. So that's kind of something to watch. As you're like talking there, I pulled up. I pulled up Kylie Jordan here. You can pull her up on Equibase. I pulled her up her stats, and like you said. She won her first three races on opening day at Will Rogers Downs. Then yeah. was second, and then won another one, uh, and then was fifth. And then yes, and then uh, the next day won two more. So yeah, so she's uh, Kylie Jordan with five wins already on the meet. So yes. that's definitely a jockey to take a look at here, uh, without question. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of will echo what you said a little bit about the horses. Uh, you know, if you haven't, if you're not familiar with the Oklahoma Circuit. Uh, Will Rogers starts in March, and then they go to Fair Meadows, Tulsa, and then they go to Remington. Well, Remington will end mid-December. So from mid-December to that March, it's a gap in Oklahoma racing. So that's why you see a lot of horses coming off layoffs when you handicap early at Will Rogers Downs. Now, horses that usually run well early in this meet have races under their belt already other places. Delta Downs 
common knowledge ran the one horse two back. And then last time, like you said, a lot of them will come up from Sam Houston. Uh, right. They tried turf with the number one common knowledge last time. It didn't go well. To me, if he runs back to that race at Delta where he won for 10K, I think he can win here. The question mark, um, you know, that was at five. Now we got to go six, but he does have wins going a little bit longer on the resume as well. Here's an interesting thing about the number one, something you'll hardly ever see at Will Rogers down. This is a Alberta bread. How hmm. about that? Bread yeah. in bread in Alberta. Pretty crazy. Uh, the CTM you see on the past performances, that's the Century Mile, which is located in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Wow. Um, so just very rare that you see this at Will Rogers Downs. But here he is. So, yeah, and as Sylvian says, go Canada, go. That's right. And so I'm with you. I like the one. Calculating King, the sixth horse, the worry is the layoff. Right. But Roger Engel, the trainer, he's a guy, if you see it, Will Rogers, you definitely uh, have to take him serious. Uh, in the last year, he's won at 37% at Will Rogers Downs. Uh, he is a specialist here at Will Rogers. One and six are the logical ones. I liked the two as well. Um, but the two, obviously, coming off a 280-day layoff. Right. Last time we saw that horse was at Lone Star. I ended up cutting the two off um, since... I think that's safe. If Carl Broberg was still the trainer, I would think maybe. But we claim this horse off of Broberg, ran once, and then had to give him 280 days off. I'm a, a little red, worried red about flag. the team. A yeah. red flag. Definite red flag for me. Mm -hmm. And that's no knock on anybody. That's just a red flag that the horse is – because when you claim a horse like that, you want to run him. Yeah, you know, and if he if he's healthy, you're going to run him. You didn't you didn't claim that horse not to run him. You know, he, he's not good enough to mm -hmm. just put out the pasture. So he obviously was was hurt. The other uh, other thing about the six, he did win three times at Will Rogers last year, so he mm -hmm. likes the track. So I think you're right. The one six, we we won't get any kind of a price though. Betting those two. That's the problem. Yeah, we may have to come back and single one of them. Um, we'll see. We're just going to put the one six as on our scratch paper now as the two horses that we could use. Uh, I, I really think it's going to come down to one of those two. Really I mean, good callback, by the way, on Will Rogers winning last time out. Or, or last year, I should say. One off of a 109-day layoff and one by three at Will Rogers here last year. You know, tomorrow is going to be a 143 day layoff. So similar. So kind of tells you, hey, yes, it is a layoff. But look, you don't have to worry too much about it. So, all right, we're right down to one six here. Uh, that'll be the two that we're going to going to think about using. We'll see uh, eventually what happens. Let's move on to race number seven on the card now. Uh, another field of seven here. Oklahoma bred claiming five thousand uh, dollars. They're going to go five and a half furlongs this time, uh, you know, this again, it doesn't look to be too much of a wide open race in my eyes. What did you think? Well, this is the way I always rate these. Any of these horses can win, but more importantly, any of them can lose. <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't get much lower than a 5,000 Oklahoma bread at Will Rogers, unless it's a 3,500 Iowa bread at Prairie Meadows. That might, might be a little lower. Uh, I like the three in here. Not for any real reason, except seems like it's got a little bit of better than the rest of them. Mm -hmm. uh, been off since December, which that's not a big deal. Uh, 
at Will Rogers this time of the year, taking a big drop in yeah. class. Now that's a little bit of a concern because they might get claimed. And I would think if I was a trainer and I had a horse I think could win at Will Rogers, I don't know if I'd drop it at 5,000 because, you know, you might lose him. And this is where you might want to win a couple of races with your horse, if I was thinking. So that's a red flag a little bit. Maybe something's wrong with him. They're trying to get rid of him. I don't know. Uh, I, and the other one I liked uh, was the two. Uh, same type of reason. The trainer-jockey combination is pretty good. So I, I, I like three-two. Yeah, with the three, it is really interesting because on November 4th, which was just two races back, this horse won an Oklahoma bred allowance by a length and three quarters. That's a $41,000 purse there at Remington Park. Yeah. And now we're trying to get rid of this horse for $5,000. It's it's weird. Uh, it's it's definitely weird. Yeah, I'm I'm a little concerned about that as well. Because if, uh, can win, if he can win a $41,000 allowance at Remington, golly, I think he'd put him in an allowance at, at will rogers wouldn't you if he was mine i certainly would not just try to give this horse away for five not this early in the wrong. meet now if it was mm-hmm. towards the end of the meet and he's over three and hadn't done anything then maybe yeah. yeah yeah you don't want to ship him over to fair meadows tulsa and you say the hell with it hopefully somebody claims him yeah 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 um you didn't mention the seven headed to the stars now okay, this is something see. you're gonna see uh at will rogers Back on seven days rest, but one last time out in a similar level, one at the yeah. seven five. I've got him. I've got him circled too. I overlooked him. Yeah, uh, that doesn't bother me much. Nope, not here. Not here. Uh, I'd run him too if he's ready. This is this is a race he can probably win. Uh, he's four to one. I like the. I like that. I don't know whether he'll go off at four to one. Do you? Mm-hmm. That's the other thing that's tough down at Will Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's – you think the betters will see he's coming back on seven days? Yeah, I think so. And I, I don't think that will bother them too much here. Um, yeah, I, I think I think he's interesting. Uh, I, I kind of like a horse uh, at Will Rogers that comes back this quick. They're trying to just win races with him. They are. Simple. And that's what um, you want to do there. Yeah, Williams, Williams uh, the trainer here, has done this 30 times – uh, over the last year, and it's won 10% of them, but have hit the board with 50% of them, which tells me they fire. Um, so I think this horse is interesting as well. I, I'm with you on the two and the three. Uh, I, the I had two, the seven. The other thing about the two, he's been running. Mm-hmm. He's had five starts at Sam Houston, so he should be in shape. So I it's, guess we it's good. Probably, go ahead. It's, it's good and bad. Um, he has been running. He's not been running well, and he's getting worse. Um, but now you're back against your your friends here, your Oklahoma bred. So. Right at a five thousand dollar level. Yeah. Well, let's face it, you're not going to find a really great horse in any of this. So oh, no, no. So. All right. So, so you want to go with the three in that one, two, three, seven? Yeah. Mark down the two, three, seven. I think that's the three to use. Uh, okay. We'll go back and finalize this at the end. Um, okay. The other horse I thought about was the one, but I, I don't really like this horse or this trainer off of a layoff. Uh, the horse has ran off of a layoff a few times and has never won. Um, maybe a next time out here uh, for. Well, he would be good if we were going to do a trifecta because he's hit the board uh, 21 out of 38 times. Yeah. And, and he's only and won four. Exactly. So. And when you see that, that's not good for. He likes for to finish second. He's finished yeah. second 13 times. So, 
All right, let's move on to the feature race of the day. It's race eight here at Will Rogers Down, and we got another field of seven. Uh, claiming a company here, $25,000 going five furlongs, three rolls and upward. Uh, okay, I thought this was a little bit better field. I, I yes. thought there were some horses that were decent here. Who do you like in this one? Well, I've heard of a couple of these. So I've yeah. followed them at Prairie Meadows and Remington. Uh, the three and the four, especially, I have uh, followed. Uh Voidcaster has had that horse uh, for most of his career, and uh, he once was pretty highly thought of, but he never did uh, materialize much. He's sitting there at five to one. I like the four uh, also. Um, let's see. He's won, he's won some races. Mm -hmm. He won two times last year. I think at four to one, he might be okay. And then I like the six and I like the seven. I can't tell which one I like the best. They're both about the same. Um, I kind of I kind of like that seven. Just chilling. I think you like the six, don't you? I do. I like the six a little bit. I, I don't like the last two races. They have not been good, but now we're going to drop in class. Uh, I, I think I like the seven best, though. Um, okay. I, I think just chilling the seven horse. You know, another another trainer that uh, he's OK off of layoffs, uh, hitting at 10 percent. Will Rogers Downs in the last year has hit at 25 percent. Got Floyd Wethy aboard, a, a jockey I like at Will Rogers a lot. That's very uh, well. Another horse dropping down in class, uh, but kind of needs to. Um, you know, last year broke the maiden at Will Rogers going five and a half. Uh, and I think it's a horse that's going to get out to the lead. I think that's the big key. Uh, if you look at this horse, he's had enough speed to get to the lead in five furlong races before the race three back. Now that was an off the turf race at Rivington Park. So sometimes uh, those fields are a little bit easier, but he did clear the field and go gate to wire and win by seven. He's not going to win this race by seven, but if he can clear the field today or tomorrow, I should say, I think he's going to be tough. So I, I did like the seven. Um, I like the six and the four. Very interesting. Coming out of a race at Fawner Park. And you might say, well, who cares? Well, it's a race. He got a race under his belt this year. He hadn't been out. It seemed to me they kind of just took him up there to prep for this meet. And he won. And he won mm -hmm. at a price, six to one. Uh, so I kind of like Eurobond. You're right. Eurobond is nine years old. He's been around forever. He always seems to show up uh, he does. At, at, in the Oklahoma tracks. Uh, so there's I a lot of those horses with Euro in the front of them that are yep. Oklahoma breads that have been really, really consistent uh, mm -hmm. over the years. And I the, think the reason we throw him on our ticket, I, I do. Yeah, I won't play a ticket without the four. I, I'm with you on that. Uh, and, and the reason why the horses have Euro on the front, Euro ears, a great Oklahoma bred sire. Right. He has sired a lot of Oklahoma breads, very, very good. And uh, this is this is one of them. I mean, this is a consistent horse. You'd love to own him. Uh, he's going to show up and give you a race every single time. A solid effort, I should say. Mm -hmm. uh, um, anybody else you like in here? Not particularly. It's going to be hard for me to to leave the three off also. Yeah. I'm going to have to look at him a little closer and see how he's been running. Um, he once was pretty well thought of, mm -hmm. but I don't think he ever materialized. This is a race that looks to me like I don't think there's going to be a solid favorite in this because I think the betting is going to get spread around. Even the one's going to take some money. So this one, if we can hit the winner, it might pay pretty good. Yeah. The one was one I didn't particularly like all that well. Um, 
but I do agree going to take a little bit of money. The three Westport, that was his first race off a layoff, a long layoff last time out at Fauner Park in a $15,000 stakes, which is, yeah. you just don't see that very often. But, yeah. uh, you know, the horse broke the maiden for 15K here at Will Rogers, uh, you know, didn't do much running in the next start and then ran okay at, at Fair Meadows Tulsa. Uh, didn't have a good Remy to park being only one start and the horse yeah. obviously had a problem. So, yeah, so I think, I think we probably, it sounds to me like he's been hurt. He, he has, but I like second off the layoff and look, I'm not a huge workout guy, but uh, since he came back from Fauner park, he had a bullet work at say at, at Will Rogers on March 20th. Um, it means something. He went four third longs and 46 and change. That is not bad uh for for oklahoma uh, horses that are in oklahoma right now so yeah i think he's gonna be sharp uh, so i i think i think three four six and seven are the ones you got to think about here okay. so write down three four got six him. seven all right and we'll go to the ninth um four dollars so far okay so we go to we're gonna eliminate some though we're just we're just that's our our uh, first thoughts here so all right we'll go to the ninth race i think this is the toughest one oh. on the card uh, notoriously Will Rogers Downs usually will have an upset in the last leg of these things. Uh, and it could be the same way tomorrow. So uh, they're going to go six furlongs, of course, on the dirt here, seven, five claimers, uh, for Phillies and Mares, three-year-old and upward, which have never won two races. I read the whole conditions cause this is the condition. I hate the worst. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, like I said, field of nine, where are we going? Well, they've never won two races and I'm trying to figure out how they won one. <laughs> yeah. just brilliant training to get them to where they could win a race somewhere this i texted you you know uh this afternoon and i said god there's i can't pick anything out of this i don't know how anyone's more favorite than the other one i don't like any of them just be up front uh if i had to pick i kind of like the nine but not really um the one I like the best, and it's just a dumb thing, is number four. And the only reason I do is because um, she's run at Oakland mm -hmm. almost extensively, which means they think she's a little bit better than what she is, I guess. There may be another reason why, but she broke her maiden there. She's run there. <sighs> I would tend to lean towards her a little bit, especially at six to one, but there's no reason really to other than that. If I was going to pick a upset, I might go the eight. Uh, mm -hmm. Pussycat, Pussycat, just because I like the name. So, <laughs> I mean, really, that's what I'm down to to this. I really like the trainer of number five uh, yeah. a lot. The horse is pretty young, hasn't done, I think it's only run twice. Yeah, three um, times. She does a really good job. She had welder, and I like her at 12 to one. Because uh, you said, like you say, usually one comes out of the clouds to win this last race at Will Rogers more times than not. So I know we 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 talked about the one and the two also. So which you like the nine the best? Is that right? Uh, I now I'm I'm kind of between a few. I like the one, um, but I don't I don't like 355 days away from the track like that. April 7th at Will Rogers, the last time we saw this. Yeah, yeah. So that's a little bit worrisome. Uh, the two horse, thought about a lot. Another horse coming off a long break. Uh, you know, the three coming off a long break. I'm with you. The four, at least we're seeing some some races from this yeah. horse. Guys, it, it wasn't that long ago 
December 17th of 2021. This horse won at Oakland Park. Right. Now, has Lowest done... level there is at Oakland, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. The problem is we have seen nothing. I mean nothing from this horse since. This horse got beat 21, 12, and was eased last time out. But, it, I mean, at least we've got something. Uh, the five sexy rags, another horse, huge layoff. Uh, the six Harlow's Vision, never really done much running. Another horse coming off a layoff. What about the seven uh, Custom Medina? I think this horse is kind of interesting here. Uh, one at the 5K level, <laughs> not a high level, at Delta Downs last time out. It was the first race off the layoff. The horse won by four and three quarters. I don't know. At eight to one? Well, there's a deal. 5K. I mean, sure, that's low, but this is two. I mean, it's not really taking a step up. The only difference is she's going against winners. Mm -hmm. But these aren't winners. They've won, but that's, that's all they've done. They're winners, and some, like I said, somehow they won. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they figured out where, where to put them. The trainer of this one, $5,000. What did you say, Delta? Uh-huh. Hey, let's run her in there. We'll get us a win. Maybe somebody will claim her, too. I mean, I don't know. I could, I could see it. I oh, really yeah. could. Uh, your your horse you mentioned the eight pussycat pussycat <sighs> broke the maiden for seven five at Will Rogers last year. I mean that is as low as it gets. That's pretty low, yeah. Uh, did finish second in this same race uh, last year, <laughs> and then it's like okay, that's not bad. But then same race again, seventh beaten nine. Same race at at uh, uh, Remington fifth beaten eighteen. Remington again, fifth, beating 11 and a half. It's like, oh, God, this horse is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like oh, she's are you awful. Saying we should, are you saying we should include them all in this one? I'm just trying to talk myself into somebody here. Um, I know. Just, I, I don't see. We're going to have to go four or five, probably deep, at least four. Okay, so let's let's talk about Bonnie Berzer's horse here and the nine cage bear, who I did put on top. Unfortunately, um, the horse it took 14 starts, but we finally got the maiden broke. Two and where, races. Did, where did that happen? Was it at Delta? Yeah, Delta Downs at the 10K level. So that's that's good. That's good news. Not it's five. Like what? What, what was it? It was for 10K. 10K oh, maiden. Okay. One by a length and a quarter. Like I said, 14th start. Um, then we said, you know what? Let's put this horse at Oaklawn. That's a great spot for it. Richard Jackson, you idiot. Got beat uh, 10 and a quarter lengths, finished ninth. Well, Bonnie Berzer takes over, and she's not bad. Um, yeah. she, she's, she's better than Ricky Jackson. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Jackson's an idiot. So, uh, sorry, Ricky, if you're watching. Yeah, I doubt if he's got a TV. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of like Bonnie. I followed her a little bit. Um, hitting a 12%. Is that, is that Alex's? Ken to Alex Berger or not? I'm guessing it's Ken to Alex Berger. I don't really know the answer okay. to that. Okay. Uh, our girl, Kylie Jordan, going to get a board. So you're getting okay. a weight allowance. And I think that matters in a race like this where they're all pretty bad. Um, I kind of like the old cage bear, the nine horse in this in this spot. I'd say it's got, uh, she's got an, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? A better trainer for sure, mm -hmm. which might help. Is this the first start? for bonnie yes yes so she claimed this horse after it won she Is didn't right? claim it it just says previously trained so it's i think they just moved the horse 
Did she steal it? Because <laughs> you could take it to Will Rogers and nobody would ever know that she stole the book. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> uh, I like that horse too. So we definitely have got to keep keep that horse on there. Probably the nine and the four probably have the best wins, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. I, I have a I have one four seven nine. Uh so one four seven nine. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sorry, gonna argue with you. The the question here from from R.I.P. Scott Hall and certainly uh, rest in peace tra tragedy there with that. But uh, Delta is one of those bull rings tracks. Yes, yes. Delta is a bull ring. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because she sold for a dollar. Maybe maybe that's what it was. I don't know. <laughs> Take this damn horse away from me now. I mean, if you if you're gonna steal a horse, I wouldn't I wouldn't steal Caged Bear. I would try to steal something else. Um, <laughs> That's just me. All right. So uh, I, I like I said, one four seven nine. Do you have anybody else? Did you have no, anybody else? I two maybe, but okay, but just write down the two. Because yeah. the two because of Wethy, maybe is the only reason. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't any what's what have I got here? One of fifteen thousand, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Long time ago, but yes. And one it here at Will Rogers. Um yeah. yeah. Uh, John, Jason, and a horse is this bad, you just take. No need to steal. <laughs> That's true. I agree. I like I like Scott or whoever this is. Probably couldn't escape riding Cage Bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, you certainly would have to put Cage Bear in the and it, you know in the trailer and drive. Right, and that kind of another thing that worries me about Cage Bear. You know my theory about names. I mean, that horse knows he has a stupid name. That's a dumb name. How can you be any good when your name Cage Bear? Dennis says they think that I think they thought they were getting a bear. <laughs> it's surprised to see a horse. <laughs> they were getting a bear for the circus. That's what right. they were getting. Right. Or the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what the hell? Well, might as well run him at Will Rogers. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, all right. Yes. Now let's move back. Uh, we got to get a ticket here. Let's construct the ticket. No, let's do it. <laughs> um, let me write it down for everybody okay. to see here. Uh, okay, yeah. so the first leg we had one and six, yes. correct? And mm -hmm. the second leg, what do we have? Two, three, seven. Two, three, seven. Third leg? Three, four, six, seven. Three, four, six, seven. And the fourth leg? One, two, four, seven, nine. One, two, four, seven, and nine. Yes. Uh, what, what, what are we at? Six dollar ticket. 50 cents, so we have $48. Okay, so we have a $48 ticket. I don't think you need to play that high of one. Um, <laughs> I like your thinking already. Well, I don't. Okay, so that's what we're working with right now. That This is not official. This is our scrap paper. Um, okay. Actually, we have more than a $96 ticket. What are you talking about? Four times five. I can't trust you in this. Hold on. Two I'm times getting... three is six times four is 24 times five is. We got a $60 ticket right now. That's 50 cent, right? Yes. We're not playing it for a dollar. Um, no, that's too much money. Yeah, it's too much. I think 40 bucks or below is what you need to do yeah, here. I think we may, we may not, we may not make our money back. That's well, you, not at 60. You're, I think this is going to pay about two to 300. That's oh, my you guess. are so optimistic. Okay. That's what I like. I like that. So we're too deep in this sixth race, and that's 
why I said we may have to come back. Because if you single here, all of a sudden you're 30 bucks instead of 60 and you got it. True, but we might eliminate a winner. Well, obviously, that's the problem. I know, but I'm saying what I'm trying to say is they're pretty similar. Hard to distinguish between the two. Yeah. If it was me, <laughs> I would look at maybe trying to get rid of one on the seven and the eight. Okay. The but seventh now, race. I have not listened to you before and I have regretted it. And I'm going with you. Whatever you come up with. Well, let's try to knock down races in this. I, I'm not knocking a horse out of the ninth. I want five. Yeah, more. we got to have as many as we can in there. Yeah. Uh, the two, the three, and the seven, that's who we used in race number seven. Um, yeah, I mean, if it, gosh, if it's me, I'm knocking the two out of it. I think the three gets the lead. I think the seven's just behind. I don't. I don't know about the two. That is Kylie Jordan. Um, um, no, it's, it's first off the claim for David. No, I, no, I want two, three, seven. Never mind. Okay. Uh, eighth race. Let's look at it. I think we can knock the three off in the eighth. So race. The, it's the three, the four, the six, and the seven. What we used here. Um, Three second off a long layoff, though, for a decent trainer. I, I don't really want to knock that horse off. Four one last time out. That's always a good sign at Will Rogers. I know. I, I can't I knock three, four, six, seven. Six. I don't think I don't think we can knock them off. Okay. The six. If if anybody, I would maybe knock off the six. Yeah. And the six is the favorite. So it would be nice to, to go against a favorite there uh, in this spot. It's a favorite that's been beaten by a combined almost 40 links the last two races. Um, not not great connections. Yeah, all right. I'm going to knock the six off this. Hold on. Yeah, Scott, Will Rogers is, uh, is just dirt. Yes. Yeah, all dirt racing at Will Rogers. Right. Uh, okay, I'll throw that up. All right, where are we at now? Uh, now we have six to 18 times five for 45. It's still too much. Um, <laughs> okay. If you go with one in race six. Okay. Yeah. Follow. Mm -hmm. You're down now to 2250, which is perfect. It is. Um, mm. And, and we don't lose much money if we don't get it. Well, you can bet back a pick three pretty easily when you single the first lady if you don't get it. Um, okay. That may make more sense. Because here's the deal. We're not real solid on this pick four. Mm -hmm. By the way, uh, Scott, you said you like the way we're doing this. The reason why this is so good is because this is exactly how we do it. You know? Yeah, this what is this conversation we would have at the track tomorrow, and yes. we're having it with you guys. And, yeah. and all the way to Claremore. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know whether this teaches you anything or not, but it's how you got to sit down and analyze it. You got to piece a ticket together somehow. Yeah. And uh, Aaron is the expert. I know enough to be dangerous, and that's about it. 
but he can put a ticket together better than I can because he does it every freaking day. <laughs> True. Yeah. And, and, and I don't. So, uh, so, you know, and he, he can analyze things, but I go with my gut. I go with what I see on paper, but Aaron sees more on paper than I do. And he does it every day. So uh, I got to go with him. I, I love that $22 50 price at this track. If that I makes really, sense. Honestly, if I was going to go with just one horse in the sixth, I would go with the six. Really? I, I, I think Roger Engel is the guy you play here. Um, he does well off layoffs. The, the horse, you know, the horse ran a time for him two race back, two races back that'll win the field or win the race easily. Um, I have a lot of respect for Tracy as well, though. Um, it's hard to it's hard to eliminate one of them. Now the 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 problem is, of course, you got to get you got to you got to win the race. Yeah, that's what a lot of people, you know, they try to get a price, but they don't include a horse that's going to win. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to get a price if you don't win the damn race. Yeah. You know. I get so aggravated at people that try to build these big old tickets, but they don't put a sure winner in there and they don't win. And then they get pissed. Yeah. You have to put a winner in. There's not much to choose from between the one and the six. I Honestly, I think the smartest thing to do is to trim down the last leg to four. Then you got a $36 ticket. And I think that's perfect. Cause here's the deal. I would rather take a shot with trimming one off this than trimming a horse. I actually, the two horses I like best in this sequence are in the same race. That's the problem. Right. I think that's what I said. Yes. Yeah. No, I know. I'm saying I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. And around what I was saying, I think we have to include those two horses because I can't distinguish between either one. I I don't have a good feel on either one. I don't, I'm not sold that one of them is going to win over the other one. So I will say this, we need some prices in this sequence. So we're going to, we're, we're not going to eliminate the four or the seven out of this last leg. Cause we oh, need... we're talking about race number nine. Yeah. So the four and the seven stay, and uh, we have to eliminate the one, the two or the nine. So who would you, out of those three, who do you want to take off? I got I, not the nine. You're going to, yeah. not the nine. No, okay. no, leave it in there. Yeah. Uh Oh boy. Let's see. Fly to the bank won there last year. Oh no, I'm on the wrong thing. My city girl. I don't have anything written down about her really. Or I really don't. Yeah, coming off a long layoff, 355 days. Um I think I'd eliminate it, but because Wethy's on the two. Yeah, Cunningham just eleven percent. Okay, that's what we're gonna do. All right. Let me finalize this now. I like it. Uh, I'm with you. You can't, if you can't distinguish between, that's what you got to go with. I mean. Bray uh, says knock off the four. Who says that? Bray, Bree, Bray. Um, no, no. I don't want to do that. You got a horse that just. Yeah. You got a horse that won at Oakland and 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 you're sitting there at Will Rogers and you're alive to the last leg and say you're alive to 250 on the four and and you don't have it 
and you look at yourself, you're driving home and you're like, a horse that won at Oaklawn beat yeah. us at Will Rogers. Like, I can't do that. Um, yeah, Dennis is the, the one. So, yeah, that makes sense. I think I think uh, where we could get really mad is if Cage Bear wins because the, the new trainer is definitely a positive. Um, I think so. So, but I I can't trust that horse. So, all right, $36 ticket, one no, six. I'll tell you where we're going to get mad. I'll tell you this right now, folks. Okay. If the one or the six doesn't win in race six, that's where we're going to get mad. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't because oh, really? <laughs> I don't get mad in those situations because that's like, I think it's a free square. Like, it, like I, I couldn't, like I get mad when it's like, if the, if we're alive and the one wins the last race, because I sat here and thought about it. I oh yeah, that's it. true. Yeah. If somebody, if the horse beats me that I never really have thought about, it's like, yeah, I don't, whatever, you know, like I can't, yep. I can't control that. Like it's just what it is. Um, yeah, that's right. And again, folks, this is what we're putting on here right now. Yeah. 15 minutes before we actually bet this could change yeah um i wouldn't probably not 15 minutes uh there was a question here that kind of echoes that mark said how often do oh, you put good. together tickets the day of the races i prefer to have multi-race wagers handicapped a few days in advance what i will do mark the night before or the afternoon before the the race i have what we just did we work out a ticket and then i just adjust it when scratches come out but I like to have them done one day before for multi. I think that's a great idea too. I like to do that too, but then I go to the track and change the whole damn thing. And that's why I don't get it right. So, well, that's why I have a racing website. You've always been that way. You, you do what? So that's I why I have a racing website. I know that you've always been that way. And um, <laughs> I mean, when you first started really getting into it and you advanced far, far away from me, you, you started doing that. You had your bets pretty yeah. much in your back pocket when you walked onto the side of on the grounds of the track. Yeah. And I think that's a good idea because that way it eliminates all the bullshit that you hear from the people around you. Yeah. Which is another thing you can't listen to if you're sold on what you're really doing. You have to go with your what you think. So which is hard. the last comment is a lesson I had to learn the hard way for years you and it's it's not i'm not trying to be rude but you know you know it you don't need to listen yeah. to, to a guy that may have just shown up for the track for the first time ever right is over here you know like if you've done the work yeah stick with your work yeah and just go with thing. it and if you miss them you miss them because all of us have a tendency i think this is a good kind of show for mm -hmm. people because you're talking, you're looking at two guys here that are as honest as the day is long. Yeah, I, I will yeah. tell people, you know, go have fun at the yeah. track. And and Aaron and I have fun. We may not win a dime tomorrow, but we're gonna have fun at the mm -hmm. track. And that's why you go. Don't bet too much. You know, if you got if you you got two hundred dollars you can throw away, that's okay. If you only got fifty. That's okay. Don't overdo it. And because if you do and you don't win anything, you're gonna get pissed. Yeah. You're gonna be mad at yourself. So bet what you can, enjoy it, and and don't feel like a dumbass if you miss. Because most of us miss more than we get right. Now well, people like Aaron get more than they miss, but well, well, all of us miss more than we get right. That's that's something, you know. If, yeah. I, I tried to hit it at over 30% with with win picks, you know. I mean. 
It's it's really hard to get over that. I, I usually is. fall around the 32 yeah. or, or 30 to 33% range. Aaron, let me ask you this too. Mm-hmm. This is another thing that I've learned in the used to, and I think we've talked about this. And if you want to knock this off, just let me know if we're going too long. No, no, go ahead. Okay. Used to, I would bet every race. Mm-hmm. I think that's the dumbest thing you can do. It's it's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not going to get every race. It's yeah. just not going to happen. So I've gotten to where now I pick out the ones I really feel good about. And I make sure I bet those. And and like these races that we just did here, I don't know that I would put a, just a win wager on any of these. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would. Mm-hmm. Now, now, if you don't have a lot of money to bet, that's fine. Or if you don't feel comfortable betting a lot of money like I am, I work too hard. Uh, <laughs> I used to, I know now. But just, and you just want some action, put a couple of bucks on, a, on one to win. That's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. You don't win a lot of money, but you've still got you've still got a little bit of action. If you think you need to bet every race, you know, and you're not sure on one, just bet a couple on yeah. something to win. So, so that, yes. that that's a huge key. John White taught me that a long time ago. Uh, if you have to have action on those races where you don't have a strong opinion, just do the minimums. Just do, uh, you know, five dollars uh, to win or or if it's like, that's not enough for me. Like I can't, I can't bet $5 to win 10, then, then play a small uh, yeah. exacta trifecta where it could balloon. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and then races where you do have strong opinions, that's when you really attack. And so I pulled up, as you were talking, I pulled up the fairgrounds card because it's fresh in everybody's mind. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is what I did yesterday. What I do is I, I love to bet wins. And I've said that a hundred times. That's fun. And so what you do, you go race by race. And t- first race, okay, uh, a Bell Rebel, a horse I had been told, it was a debut horse for Asmussen, the first race. I had been told, this horse is great. You look at the workouts, holy shit, you're, she's working out great. I've been told she couldn't lose. I set a line for myself. I said, if the horse is eight to five or higher, I will bet. Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you how much I bet on this horse, but I'm going to bet a, a decent, healthy win bet for my bankroll on this horse. She was two to one, better, it worked out. Okay, second race on the card, you had a horse that looked like they couldn't lose here in Mazuma. But I said to myself, I'm not betting the horse at, at, at under even. Well, she was like three to five the whole time, floated up. So I didn't bet. Still would have won, but I didn't bet because it wasn't there. The value wasn't there. Yeah. The risk that I was going to put on the horse, I wasn't getting the price back that I, I what won. you were going to make. Exactly. The third race was the Crescent City Oaks. It's a bunch of freaking Louisiana breads. I had yeah. no interest in betting this race. Right. I didn't bet a dime on that race. I didn't even think about it. There was no, there was nothing that could happen right. where I was going to bet. Fourth race, um, I'm trying to remember. I had a, I did play, I missed this race completely. I had an exact, uh, uh, oh, I played a Brad Cox horse, uh, the 11 Forgotten Realm. Uh, I think I had spring magic in the second spot and I had another one. I played like a $5 exacta, but obviously I missed, but again, low amount, didn't have a whole lot of confidence, kind of thought Cox's horse would run a lot better than she did. So I said, well, we'll throw it in there, but here's the difference. Okay. Cox got a debut horse here, uh, with forgotten realm. Obviously I was wrong on her, but here's what was missing. Was she working out like a beast? No. And I had somebody tell me, look out for this horse. She, this is the horse that can win on debut. No, 
I just kind of thought the horse would run well. There's a big difference between the first race where I had a lot of info and the fourth race where I'm just kind of going on a whim of, well, you know, it's Cox and it's a big day. And these aren't solid things. These are just kind of some minor things. So it's like, I want to play some money in this race, but not my bankroll. So that's what I did there. Uh, fifth race again, Louisiana breads. It's a 12 race card. Why am I betting a Louisiana bread stakes that I have no interest in? Right. right. Didn't do anything there. My top pick was Vodka Gimlet. Ran awful. Yeah. Uh, sixth race, same thing. I didn't have any interest in that race. Didn't even, didn't play it. Uh, seventh race, I thought the one would win after the seven scratch out of it. But again, it's the same thing. No money. I, I'm not going to play that horse. Right. No money. Risky. 260. Yeah. I just skipped it. But I yes. would have played the one, but had to be a price. And yeah. it wasn't. I did play a trifecta in here. Uh, I ended up, I really liked uh, Lovely Ride. Uh, I put Lovely Ride and uh, Handy Woods on top, played a couple horses underneath, so a total miss. But I did like a few horses uh, in, in that one. You took a shot. Yeah, took a shot. Ninth race, I loved Olympiad. This is kind of a regret. I did not play the horse to win because of the price. Uh, but it's just one of those things. I, I probably should have because the horse looked like a winner. Um, but three to five is just too short. And I thought proxy would run well and maybe beat this horse and proxy did want run well, but just, you know, I didn't really want to play Olympiad over proxy straight in an exacta because proxy's an idiot. I didn't trust him that much. So I ended up skipping it. Uh, this race I skipped. It's just like, you know, come on, what are you going to do? And these fairgrounds turf races, there's a hundred races on a day. I'm not going to waste it on a fairgrounds turf course. I'm sorry. Obviously couldn't play here. Uh, I know magic like hidden connection. So if you like hidden connection, you can play a win there. I like that go Zulu didn't do it. And then this was my biggest bet of the day. Mm -hmm. And people think, well, you're so, this is so boring what you're doing, but it's profitable. Yeah. yeah. I thought epicenter was two to five to win this race. And if you watched the, the reaction show, you saw, I said, there's no way he can lose. You watch Blinkers Off, said there's no way. You're watching the live show. I said, bet him. He's even money. He's two to five to win the race. So, yeah. And that's, and again, it doesn't always end like that. Sometimes yeah. a strong opinion wins, lose, obviously. Exactly. But that's how I attack a card. It's not flashy. But, and, and, and Dennis is saying that he bets every race. We're not saying don't bet every race. We're saying don't bet a bunch of money on every race. Again, if you if you don't want to sit there and watch a race and not bet, yeah, just throw a little bit on there. You bet five, ten bucks or yeah. whatever your bankroll is. Yeah. You bet it, you bet your little money, and then boom, you hit them with the big one when you really and Dennis, you like like the Pegasus card. If you love life is good, you can bet all the other races leading up to it. Just make sure yeah. life is good is your boom. So anyway, there I don't know. Is, there is no perfect way to no. do this. Uh -uh. Everybody has their own opinion, and that's fine. It's just kind of the way we do it. And, uh, you know, I used to be, I went to the track, and if I didn't bet the race, gosh, I felt like I got cheated. Yeah. You know? But I, now I've gone so much. I think that's part of it, too. I've gone I, I think, honestly, like, um, when you go to the race, that that is a, it's harder right to not bet at all yeah it is um so unless you've been as much as i have now and i just enjoy 
the crowd. I enjoy watching people. I enjoy seeing the horses. You it, know, I didn't used to be that way. It really yeah. helped me to, I have a lot of friends that I see. Absolutely. And you don't want to go bet. You just want to stand and talk. Well, it's not even that you don't want to go bet. It's just that you kind of have in your head, okay, these are three or four races I really want to play. Yeah. And you don't, the rest of the time you've got friends and you're having fun. Right. And again, it goes back to the main reason to do this is to have fun. It is. That's yeah, what don't get pissed. No, and don't just, get down. No. And I know a lot of guys that simply will not bet the favorite. And I've, and again, whether you agree with me or not, doesn't really matter. You have your ideas. I have mine. Yeah. I just think that's dumb to not bet the favorite. If you're betting an exacta trifecta, if you're really sold on the favorite, you, you just know? need to handicap the race and decide who you think's going to win. Yeah. And then if the favorite is bet down further than what yeah. you think he or she should be. Well, it's just like I've Sandy and I were watching. Don't play it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Echo Zulu was one to nine. Well, you can't bet that. You know, what do you get? Yeah. You just can't. <laughs> you know, here's the or difference he, between was it one nine or did he, he went off one nine, one to five. Okay. You yeah. just can't hardly bet that. You know, no. The difference can't. is between myself and a few of us and a lot of other people. I don't look at a race and go, I think Echo Zulu is going to dominate, but she's yeah. one to five. So now I have to bet horses that I don't really like. Right. You just don't do that. I just, I don't, I've never done that. Um, no. I just don't like that because then she wins and it's like, well, yeah, I knew she was going to win. Yeah. Why did I waste my money? Yeah. And that's, you know, it's, it is frustrating about horse racing. You know, when you, when you got those superstars, and they're always one to five when you when you're there one to two or whatever. Yeah. You can't make any money on the good ones. That's a thing. It is, um, but again, then you get that opportunity where if it, you love Epicenter and you, you Epicenter, you like him, you think he's a really good horse. He catches a field you don't think's great, and then you get even money on him. Or yeah. you're sitting there at Del Mar and Nick's go is three to one to win the Breeders' Cup Classic, right? Yeah and you think mm -hmm. he should be six to five, that is when you hammer. That is, oh, that is you, when those situations come around, you have to take and advantage. I've heard, of I've, you're right. I've heard you and Jared said that a million times. You're absolutely right. You yeah. guys will, will, you know how to, to when the value's there yeah. and you'll hammer them. And I, but a lot of guys will just see that six to five and say, I ain't betting that horse. Yeah. I can't make any money on it. I just don't understand. I mean, six to five, you can make some money. That's not bad. Well, it's it, it it's you know, it's not it's not the flashy thing. It's not the yeah. thing where I can bet five dollars and make a thousand. And it's but it's if if it's free money, if you think it's and there's no such thing as that. Let me take that no. back. No such thing. If it's money that you don't think should be on the table for you to get, then you have to go try to get it. Yeah. It, you don't listen, guys. You don't follow this day in and day out over all year long on and on and on and then get an opportunity like that and don't take advantage that's yeah. how you lose it long term that yeah. it's it I mean and again it, you kind of got to be patient it's kind of boring at times uh, but that's just that's that's the only way i've been able to long term be profitable year after year yeah. you just pick your spots so and yeah, it, it's true. You never hear a guy brag about hitting six to five. And it's nope. true. They're the ones that got all the money in their pocket, though, Scott. 
there's there's nothing there's nothing flashy about betting epicenter yesterday. No. And again, if he's three to five, stay the hell away from him because it's just it's just doesn't yeah. it just doesn't make sense. But he's even money. I like to go after I won my eight dollar ticket. I like to go up to the window <laughs> and tell him, "Give me all ones." And I'll put them all together like I got a whole bunch of money, and then I walk around like I'm counting my money. There's no better feeling than to go up with eight dollars. It looks yeah. like you have two hundred and eight dollars. You know, you're not wrong. Nobody knows the difference. Nobody knows the difference. You you're not wrong. Like... <laughs> Dennis says, "Let me say this in exact and trifecta. I might be wrong, but I try to throw one crazy horse in there to get it to pay huge." You're not wrong as long as that one horse is one that you think has a chance. Don't just yeah. throw in for no reason whatsoever. But if he looked at it, he said, hey, this horse has a shot. You can hit the board. You're not wrong at all. That's yeah. smart. You Great know. advice. Yeah, there you go. I don't. I didn't know we were going down this path tonight. but No, but I think that's good. And I think th these are shows that we can do for a lot of things to help people. Uh, a little bit you can pass on your knowledge and yeah i can pass on how i feel when i leave the track broke but anyway <laughs> well honestly guys a lot of it from me i was and i like papa dude said i don't lie to people i was a struggling handicapper um and i can't remember if it was 2013 or 2014 i literally sat down and met john white and we sat down in Matt Denny's uh, in Arcadia, California for eight hours. And that's not exaggeration. Mm -hmm. My wife was there. Ryan Stillman was there and John. And I literally picked this man's brain for eight that's hours. It, and then you know what we did the next night? I went back and then another. I tried to absorb. He was the guy that I thought was the smartest person and still think is the smartest person in racing. And I was lucky to get to meet him through the, through my friend Ryan and he just kind of totally reshaped my process in my mind of what yeah. exactly should I do with the game? There's so many different things that I think will distract people. I got to play pick four. I got to play pick three. Here's the double. Here's the pick five. He's just like, no, <laughs> pick your yeah. spots. Be smart. Yeah. Here's what value really is. It's not right. trying to pick a 20 to one every race. No, it's you're a, a horse that you like that is higher odds than what you think he should be. Yep. And, and just on and on and on. And then handicapping angles. And he's right. Like I said, I've spent hours with the man and he, he deserves 90% of the credit for, for what racing dudes has become. And he isn't even a part of it. So, which yeah. tells you what kind of guy he is. To well, you, listen, you, you had the good sense to listen and absorb right. what you were hearing. And a lot of people don't do that. Well, and many, many, many people in his position will not speak to a person like me at that time in 2013, a nobody yeah. um, had the site, but a nobody. Exactly. And if they did speak to me, they would speak down to you. They yeah. would make fun of you. He sat down and I asked the dumbest questions for a week. By the way, he's making the morning line for the Breeders' Cup as I'm meeting with him. Yeah. It's not like he's not doing anything. Right. But he didn't care. He was gracious. He, he was there to help. Exactly. And that's something that it's just invaluable. And that's something that whether, you know, all of our guys are as smart as John White, probably not, not, not me for sure, but that's what kind of built the site to what it is. Now we try to do that with these videos and our articles and our picks. And that's, 
that's kind of was the idea. It was like, let's try to, what he just did, put it out there for people. So right. anyway, that's a long winded thing that I've got into here, but. That's okay. I kind of got you off on it. Yeah, that's true. So uh, Dennis said, did we already talk about. Let's, let's <laughs> do it real quick. Okay. I know like 10 minutes, five minutes. Mm-hmm. I, I thought you were going to say no. Go ahead. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> the floor is yours. I've talked way too much on the show. No, you haven't. Well, let's just, because we're going to cover this a lot more. Are we going to have a Thursday show? I'm thinking probably back to yeah, Thursday. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've got the final four now. And, you know, this damn committee, which did such a piss poor job of seeding these, have come out of it smelling like a rose when you look yes. at the four teams. You talk about blue bloods and matchups. And everything for the final four. How could you have picked four more noteworthy teams than what ended up in there? Uh, you've got Kansas going against uh, Villanova, and you got North Carolina and Duke. How can you get any better mm-hmm. than that? And you know, the one thing I do want to mention is, and I've I've said this all along, so I got to pat myself on the back. I didn't understand why everybody was saying the ACC was so weak. I couldn't figure out why. It looked the same to me as it always does. You had like five teams with over 20 wins. What's wrong with that? But they were branded as awful. Three teams ended up in the Elite Elite Eight. Mm -hmm. So today I was writing the article, St. Peter's against uh, North Carolina. I thought, you know what? I haven't really looked at North Carolina's schedule to try to figure out why everybody thought they were so shitty. Mm -hmm. They only lost nine games. So I got to looking. They've lost nine games. Only one team beat them that didn't make the NCAA tournament or the NIT. So eight of their losses, seven of the losses, came against teams that made the NCAA tournament. One was to Wake Forest that won 23 games and should have made the NCAA tournament. And so they made the NIT. And then Pittsburgh was the only team that beat them that didn't play in the postseason somewhere. What is wrong with that? To be seated eighth and be told you're shitty? Yeah. And I'm telling you, I saw them play all four games. In this tournament, they have caught fire, and they're not shitty. They've looked like the best team in the tournament to me. Them and Duke. But let's not confuse. We were talking about this today. You can't confuse pretty basketball from ugly basketball. Yeah. And when you when you got two teams that can shoot the ball and score, like North Carolina and Duke, they look better yeah. than a team like Villanova. And uh, Kansas was fantastic in the second half today. I don't know whether you got to watch much of that or not, but I'm telling you, yep. they look like a million bucks in the second half. They're very impressive, too. They kind of slipped in under the radar. If Kansas can do that, uh, this Kansas-Villanova game is going to be something else. Well, the, they all, both of them are fantastic yeah. how this has turned out. Yeah. It, it's, but. it's the blue bloods, like you said, of college basketball are here. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to have a tough time. Uh, Dennis says he's going to consider Duke uh, first half minus two and a half and full game minus four and a half. Duke is going to be pissed. Uh, and then Villanova under uh, 32 and a half, the Villanova Kansas game. It's tough because oh, these are tough. North Carolina looks sharp right now. They do. I do, man. They dismantled uh, St. Peter's. And, you know, I thought Purdue 
would do the same thing mm-hmm. to St. Peter's, but Purdue's big men are terrible. Those guys are bad. Yeah. Uh, both of them. And they tried to get the ball inside of them and they fumbled it away or they missed an easy shot. North Carolina just killed them inside yeah. today. And, uh, and isn't it funny how up until today, St. Peter's looked like they were just as big as the other teams. And today they look like midgets. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they didn't look as big. Mm-hmm. And I know Purdue's as big as North Carolina is. Mm-hmm. And I know Kentucky is, but they didn't look it. Mm-hmm. Uh, today they did. And, uh, but what an accomplishment for them. Uh, where they came from is uh, this is incredible that they won three games in this. You know, I don't know how they did. I don't either. I don't either. And like I said, they look so good. And then today, a lot of times when those Cinderellas go down, they do go down. They kind do of go like down that. hard. They they do. And I think they just run out of gas, you know. Yeah. And they, they didn't shoot the ball as well today. Mm-hmm. But uh, all in all, with even though the seating is, was, was bad, and it was hard to see this this year. Yeah. I tell you. It's been a hell of a tournament. There have been some games. In, we and, should see two great games. Oh, uh, we, yeah. We, we it, it all boils down to it, it's really going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. We should see two really, really great games. Well, me and you are only going to see one because we're going to be at the racetrack, the Arkansas Derby Saturday. So we won't see right. the first one. I'm going to be real honest with you. You probably aren't going to see the one of them, are you? And I'm not going to care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Saturday is Arkansas Derby and Florida Derby Day, and I'm not even thinking about basketball. No, I tell you, the Thursday show is going to be fun because we'll do the Final Four. Yep. And we will, there's like five stakes races at uh, at uh, Oakland. Mm-hmm. Maybe we ought to do a late pick four and do the same type of thing or do a, something. I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're going to do sleeves. We're going to do something. Um, we got the fantasy, we got uh, all kinds of stuff. There's yeah. five five stakes races. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, yes, Arkansas Derby is this weekend. Uh, the card is out now. Field of nine for the Arkansas Derby. So I can't wait. I'm excited. It's going to yeah, be just, just a busy week. Yeah, and the weather looks good. I don't know if you looked yet, but it was mm-hmm. decent when I looked. Uh, I think it was yesterday. I think it's supposed to be like high 60s, low 70s maybe mm-hmm. or Saturday. And mm-hmm. that's, that's good enough. And uh, because the thing about the Arkansas Derby, if you don't have tickets inside, you're not going to get them. Mm-mm. And if it's cold and rainy, you're screwed. You just are. Yeah. Because there's no place to sit. You have to stand out in the rain. Now, the only thing I don't like about the Arkansas Derby is it is a long day. It's a long day. I think there's 14 races, uh, or 13 this year. 13. 13, yeah. So. And, the, and they start at noon, and the Arkansas Derby runs at 6 30 i think i saw yeah it's that's a long day for an old man (laughs) it's a long day for me (laughs) yeah you gotta pace yourself that's for sure well you try pacing yourself hanging out with kelby von hemel that's gonna be well maybe he won't show up till like the eighth race (laughs) sometimes he doesn't get there to like the fifth or sixth race yeah yeah so Uh, yeah isaac i see you start your job tomorrow at the school yeah uh now listen to me here we go. Don't get lazy. When they tell you to do something, you do it. Okay. <laughs> and you'll be fine. I have all the confidence in the world in you. I don't know if you can do maintenance. 
You say you're doing maintenance too. I don't know if you can fix anything. Maybe you can. But you listen, I I don't know who's up there. I don't know whether it's Lori or Alfred or who it is at school. You listen to them. <laughs> Isaac's got a big, big week. He got his license and now he's got yep. himself a job. Man, he does. It's good. Good job, Isaac. Congratulations. That's uh, awesome. Hey, we'll have to take him to the track and we've spent all his money here one of these days. That's right. That's right. We could do that. Yeah. yeah. He's too food. Jason says two white claws an hour. Jason, you know that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> so uh, Isaac, I'm assuming you're going to help out when they have track meets and softball games and baseball games, I guess. Yeah, it seems Probably. like, uh, yeah, it seems like. You uh, can do that. You can yeah. do that. You'll, you'll do Congratulations. Good. I'm proud of you. Yeah, that's awesome, Isaac. Yep. Very good. Very good job. Very good job. Um, uh, he said I, he would go with us to the track on Saturday. <laughs> it's a long way to put up with you, Isaac. <laughs> oh scott uh r.i.p scott hall says do uh, bring air will bring the bull shots no those are r.i.p'ing scott <laughs> not, the bull shots are never coming back <laughs> that took two weeks for me i want to right. <laughs> i want to make it clear when i go to the track i don't do that stuff <laughs> if i did I would not be able to last from noon till six thirty. That is well, for sure. Me neither. And I'm taking—is is Heather going? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, where's Sandy at? <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. <laughs> when you take your wife to an event like this, mm -hmm. not near as much fun. <laughs> that's not, I'm not. No, that's not true. <laughs> she just heard me. She that just heard not me. true. <laughs> no, I did not say that, honey. That is not true. That is not true. Just get out. Just, I'm not just going. <laughs> if uh, you are too going, no, what I mean by that is here's a here's a Heather story. Because before you dig yourself into a deeper hole, I'm already. Um, she takes everything personal, Heather. Let's see. I, I, I no, I can't tell the story. It's embarrassing for her. Well, um, what I meant was, uh, I worry about her staying entertained. Mm. That's what I worry about. Because mm. it's a long day. It is a long you day, know? and I Define. worry. I'm not a hundred. I know that. I didn't say that. I said I'm worried about you staying entertained. You have ADHD, <laughs> and I worry about that because it's a very, very long day. It is a long day. It gets the best of Heather usually, Arkansas Derby Day. So. Yeah, it, that's the that a regular day at the track it, is fine, but you yeah. got to fight all those people and yeah. stand in line to get something to drink and stuff like that. And it's just a tough day. It really is. Yeah, it'll be fun though. There'll be yeah. probably fifty thousand people uh, for yeah. Arkansas Derby Day. So, all right. We're going to get out of here. We may go live tomorrow for the last race if we're alive in this pick four. So. Oh, we definitely will if we're alive. You want to see some excitement. <laughs> yes. So I think we will go live if we're alive in this pick four. So look for that. We'll cover Will Rogers for about 15 minutes uh, tomorrow from the track. And yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, guys. Uh, it's going to be the best, uh, one of the best weeks of the year so far with everything going on. So, all right, we're going to get out of here. We've done enough. We've, we've given it all we've got. So uh, any, any closing thoughts? Nope. Okay. Yeah, me neither. All right, guys. We'll see you back here on Thursday for Dudes Who Bet Sports. 
And maybe we'll see you tomorrow live for Mo Rogers if we're live uh, to the pick four. So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Good show again today, and we will see you next time. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels, never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes first.